Oh, good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today, especially on this wonderful feast day of St. Marie Goretti, a uh, young girl, a uh, young virgin martyr of the church. Um, I don't know how many of you have ever heard her story. Some of you may know it very well. Um, if you do know it, just humor me as I tell the story of St. Maria Goretti. Um, because it's worth telling over and over and over again. She's an early uh, a saint in our time. She died um, and uh, was canonized in the 1900s. So Maria Goretti was a young girl um, in her early teenage years in, uh, in Italy. And uh, from a very poor family. And so she had to help at a very young age with, uh, with household chores, etc. Beautiful little girl. Um, and there was uh, their neighbor. His name was Alessandro. And uh, one day Alessandro came. The mom was out in the fields working and that sort of stuff. And Alessandro came into the house and, uh, and tried to throw himself upon her, right? Tried to force her to uh, engage in um, sexual immorality, right? Tried to rape her. And so, um, so what happened was she kept refusing and she said, no, this is not right in the eyes of God. You can't do this. You know? And so he ended up in rage taking an ice pick and stabbing her to death. We know of at least seven stab wounds that happened. They got her quickly to a hospital, and she ended up dying. And with each stab wound that he would give to her, each blow, she would say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. <clears throat> Maria Goretti died became a great saint, he was put in prison. So he was in his probably early 20s, he was put in prison for most of his life. And while he was in prison, Maria Goretti appears to him and gives him 11 white lilies, one lily for every blow and, uh, and torture that she endured, right? And so whenever he was uh, released from prison, he went over to Maria Goretti's home and her mom was still alive. And he knocked on her door and he said, Mrs. Goretti, do you know who I am? And she said, of course I know you, Alessandro. He said, I've come to ask for forgiveness for murdering your daughter. And she looked at him and she said, God has forgiven you. Maria has forgiven you. She said, how can I do anything else but forgive you? And the story goes is that from that moment on, she took him into her, her home and he became like a son to her. The only saint in the history of the church that at the day of her canonization, whenever she was canonized a saint, both her mom and her murderer were both present in Rome. Isn't that magnificent? From a young little girl who, who's, who lived the gospel, who said, no, this is my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. This is not right for us to do this. Right? She understood the value of that great gift of her purity. And she was not willing to let it go to the extent that she gives her own life. So what an amazing example she is for all of our young people, our college students, all of us in general. We don't get to a certain age and go, okay, now I can be impure. <laughs> no. Purity is a wonderful gift, a great virtue that we've been given. And she shows us to what extent we should go to to avoid that. Right? So whenever we find ourselves in, in, uh, in unhealthy relationships and purity isn't at the very centrality of that, we have to question whether or not I need to be with that person like because it's pulling their soul down and mine too. And so that's what the scripture is talking about. Do you not know, Paul says, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? It's where the Holy Spirit dwells. It's where he comes to live. Right? It's holy. 
Our body is holy. Like, that's an amazing thing. We don't normally think of it that way. Right? But your body is holy. Why? Because God dwells there. And so that is a great gift for us to remember. That whenever someone falls into mortal sin, gosh, it messes those things up. Sanctifying grace is gone. Actual grace is left, which gives us the grace to repent. But sanctifying grace, that which makes us holy, is now gone. And so our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And Maria Goretti is a shining example of that, of how we can hold her up and ask her for that intercession. Give me the strength that you had, you know, to protect and defend that beautiful gift of purity rather than offend God, right? And so we ask her today for intercession, particularly uh, for our college students. Uh, and for your kids, um, that she may be a, a shining example for them, that she can hold fast and intercede for them in the midst of this world that has exploded with sensuality in the body and no respect, not just in sexuality, but even the human person, period. She's a great defender of the sanctity of life, right? Understanding the, the gift of the human person. So let us ask her today to intercede for us, um, to be a friend, a companion, and, uh, and pray particularly for our young people and for your kids. Amen? Amen.